Hello, I'm Dr. Margaret Rogers Van Koops and you're listening to Journey into an Unknown World. As you all know, across the world we have people suffering either with the COVID-19 or I should say it correctly, COVID-19 uh, or as I call it, the coronavirus. And so I'd like to talk to you a little bit about this because there's a lot of hearsay going on, such as someone created this virus and put it out in the world so that it would cause this havoc. And I want to put that to bed right away and tell you that um, what my spirit guides have told me is that this coronavirus was in existence over 5,000 years ago and that it wiped out a lot of humans back in those days. Uh, it was, um, as far as they're concerned, a virus that was brought here even before that, going back another 5,000 years or so. Uh, and uh, the idea of it was uh, to kill off any bacteria in this world that uh, would harm the people of the times and the people of the times according to my spirit guides were aliens so this virus is very different from our usual ones that we normally have where they come into our bodies they infect us our natural uh, ability to fight it off kicks in and uh, we go through the downs of a kind of flu-like thing and it's over and it's done and we carry on with our lives but this virus is very different because it was not made here. So I was able to download from Spirit uh, more of information about this virus, the coronavirus. Now, the reason it's called the corona is because it has around it these little nobules that uh, are in a symmetrical shape going all the way around the outer perimeters on the surface of the virus, which, by the way, is very, very tiny. But under a microscope, one could see these little nobules or proboscis, whatever you want to call them, that are colored red, and uh, their job is unique in itself. What my spirit guides have told me is this. The nodules are individually uh, able in their own way if necessary, if the life of the virus is af uh, affected, to break off a nodule and have it grow into a full-grown, uh, you know, another uh, virus bacteria of the same as itself. However, it might have evolved a little bit in a variety of different ways. So to understand this virus uh, biogenetically, I'd like to explain some things to you. But while I'm talking about this, you might want to go to LinkedIn and uh, look at my four little articles that I wrote on the coronavirus and uh, see how I wrote that it has manifested before. But I'll carry on here with it at this time talking to you. So um, this little proboscis is, has several functions. It can absorb uh, anything that touches its surface through one of these little nodules and in absorbing whatever it's taking in, its food. 
Now, food can be other bacteria that lives in our body. It could be yeast. There are many different things in our body that uh, we we have that we don't even know we have that could be causing us illness and disease. So this virus will absorb anything that is infected that is in some way in our body uh, causing us harm. And of course, it will mimic and copy whatever it's absorbed. And so that will amplify the illness and disease that we have. And if we've had uh, bad hearts, kidneys, and um, general uh, digestive tract issues, then those that have passed on have had those kinds of sufferings. And uh, it was hard to save them because um, their body was already breaking down before they got the virus. And by the way, this happened to my husband. Uh, he came down with the virus, I believe, somewhere in um, November, uh, following breaking a bone, being in hospital, being in uh, um, rehab. And I noticed a lot of people coughing there and things like that. And uh, my husband came out, and then he was dizzy, he was back in, then uh, his heart quit, and then he was back in, and rehab again, and more exposure. Uh, and so he was dizzy, he was weak, and then his heart started to get enlarged again, and so on and so forth, until, unfortunately, his lungs filled with liquid and uh, serum. And uh, he passed over on December the 20th. So, there, in my opinion, there are a lot of people who were actually dealing with this virus long before it became a pandemic. Uh, people didn't know. They thought they just had flu, uh, as indeed they thought my husband had at first. So, you can see that this virus is a very virulent one. Now, let's talk about the proboscis again. What I learned from Spirit is that this little red proboscis that are going round the uh, outside of the virus in a circular direction um, and there are many of them and they're equally spaced apart so I used the picture of a yarn to give the idea of the circles on the outside of the virus in my picture on LinkedIn so if you want to understand a little bit more you could go to my uh, page Dr. Margaret Rogers Van Koops and uh, go to my articles and see the pictures there to get more of an idea of what I'm talking about. So each one of these proboscis is spaced in a circular uh, position uh, so many millimeters apart, because um, it's very small, remember, uh, and can connect with the next nodule nearby. So whether, if you think of one as the center, there's one above it, below it, and either the side of it, which means that it is able to, uh, through genetic mutation, push energy from one nodule to another. It can also send uh, down through its opening into the center of the nucleus of the virus um, whatever food it's able to extract from the human body and um, take it into the systems of its own. And uh, when uh, I talked to Spirit about the nucleus, and we're going to there, the genetic structure of it, um, what we see is its ability to 
take in food down these tiny little um, cords, shall we say, let's call it that, we don't want to be too uh, uh, medical here. Um, the food that it's absorbed in the mouth of the nodule is then sent down to the core of the virus where um, it is able to assimilate and mutate whatever is brought down to its center. So if you imagine something like a big vacuum cleaner just um, sucking in anything and everything that goes past one of these nodules, it's getting well fed and so it's able to survive very well on the uh, viruses, other viruses, bacteria, worms, uh, imbalance in your digestive system through things like um, drinking beer where you get yeast in your body or eat, eating lots of bread where there's yeast. Um, so we, you know, it'll absorb yeast as well. It sounds good, but actually it's not because it's taking anything and everything that it can find into its system where in the core of the nucleus, its uh, DNA is able to mutate um, accordingly to what it takes in. So it's a survivor. And as you know, a lot of people are talking about there's going to be a second wave, and I totally agree. And this second wave with the virus is going to be more about uh, the digestive system because it's already been in the digestive system people and, and it's breathed out again of course uh, because things are in our breath when we breathe uh, and uh, by then it's so minute you can't see it but by then it's reprogrammed itself and so it's adaptable. Now according to Spirit this virus was last rampant 5,000 years ago and uh, when the poles shifted, um, it got frozen. And in being frozen, it was dormant. And now that our poles are melting, uh, the water's flowing, and uh, it's able to, uh, once again, uh, come back. Uh, there are many one-cell creatures we know on this planet that will survive deep frozen winters. And when the summer comes and the snow melts, they come back to life uh, and procreate and live through the warm weather for a while and then once again it freezes and they go back to sleep, they're dormant. And I'm afraid this is what this virus was, dormant for 5,000 years and now with our poles melting and uh, the shift that the earthquake in Japan caused back in uh, 2000 and something, I think it was uh, 8, somewhere around there, um, and, uh, you know, that caused uh, a big movement in the earth that allowed the poles to melt. We are going to be moving um, earthwise a little bit more too, apparently, according to spirit. So our poles are actually slowly changing. So it's not only this virus, but other viruses that are also from ancient times that can awaken and uh, drift on the winds and find us all inhaling them. But as they assure me, there aren't so many that are as virile as the coronavirus. Now, the nucleus of the coronavirus has proteins in it that are able to uh, change the DNA of it, if you like. The 
way it processes and survives. And as a result of having such a complex ability to reprogram itself for survival, it's a very hard virus to kill. So what the Spirit Guides told me is we only have one technical thing uh, created by man that will kill it, and that is colloidal silver. I have written quite a bit on LinkedIn in my article about taking uh, colloidal silver, but here I'd like to explain why and what colloidal silver does, because when you take it as a dropper fall in a glass of distilled water, please hear that, distilled water, never ever use regular water, bottled or tap, because what happens is when you mix colloidal silver with that kind of water, the silver is e immediately negated and it has no effect. So you do have to have colloidal silver as the method of water to get it into your body. Now, if you're someone that's had digestive issues for a long time, then it tells me that you have a great imbalance in your digestive system caused by an imbalance of bacteria in the system or also uh, too much biochemical imbalance in the um, digestive system's enzymes that break down your food and pass your food into your blood system through the kidneys, liver and also with the pancreas that's going to help burn up the fuel that you're creating so that you can fight off this um, virus. So what does colloidal silver do? It Basically nothing can live in silver and so when silver is in your body it is going to kill every living thing inside your body, most of which will probably be your natural flora and fauna that you normally have that allows you to break down your food, digestive systems, and uh, also uh, any bacteria that you should have in your body that uh, works on breaking down your foods. Uh, and uh, then you've got white corpuscles, for example, that fight off any germs and so on and so forth. All these things will be killed by the colloidal silver. So basically, when you've drunk that colloidal silver in the morning, at 6 o'clock in the morning, and then go back to sleep for a couple of hours, by the time you get up, get up two hours later, you have no live bacteria in your body. You have no viruses in your body. You have no live worms in your body, and so on. And so, including the good bacteria that you normally use that breaks down your food into fecal matter at the end, all that's missing as well. So what you have to do is you drink the colloidal silver, um, one drop of four, in distilled water at six o'clock about in the morning. Two hours later you get up, you wash and shower, do whatever you do, and then eat your breakfast. And when you eat the breakfast, you need to put back the probiotics because they've been killed off as well. Now the probiotics should be a good um, one that has thousands and thousands of them in it hundreds of thousands even, uh, and uh, you need those. They're the good bacteria that you need to break down your food. So you put that back in, 
and at the same time you need to put back in the enzymes that break down the food because those have been destroyed as well. So a good digestive all-round uh, capsule will be good uh, to take. You can buy uh, compressed peels but I suggest you get the capsules with the powder inside because that's going to allow it to get into your system a lot quicker and not be passed out through the digestive system but rather absorbed into the blood system. So you get everything back in your body. Now if you've been really really ill with um, irritable bowel syndrome for a very long time and other issues um, it will also help you uh, cure those but you must be sure if you're under a doctor's prescription that um, he knows that you're taking colloidal silver so that he can understand the changes in your blood when you have blood tests, okay? Now, doctors are learning a great deal about this virus, but they're not understanding the uniqueness of this virus because it was originally made off-world. It was brought here by another species not 5,000 years ago but way before that uh, so it's been on this planet for quite some time for those of you who are listening who don't know anything about aliens ancient aliens and things like that you might get into that one day if you're interested um, there's a Dr. Lesson um, uh, Sasha Lesson that I know very well and he's a professor and he's studied this um, over the years and does a lot of lectures and talks about the the Ananuki and uh, the Nimbaru and all these kind of places where they believe that they brought to the earth not only their needs, their skills and helped in the creation of our species but also affected uh, what effectively in Babylon and Egypt and places like that giving us humans the form that we have today. That could be hearsay, we don't know. But I'm just telling you that it is a known fact through all the artifacts that we have all over the world of ancient buildings. For example, there's an enormous pyramid under the ocean just off a Japanese island that is gigantic, which obviously was built once upon a time on land before the ocean came up over it. And it's still got an energy that it affects the animals around it uh, who swim in the ocean and humans have gone down there with uh, equipment and they found there is radioactivity down there and there is energy of some kind down there so you can begin to see that when we talk about a virus that's been brought here by another species from ancient times so long ago we can't prove it but when I listen to my spirit guides, as I have over the years, I must assure you they've never told me anything that hasn't come true uh, or hasn't been proved later when someone else has uncovered some facts. So I'm sharing this about, as they call it, the COVID-19 now, uh, because there are several like it, um, and it's also going to um, readapt itself again as it has before. Um, the big question mark is how do we kill something that is so uh, good at defending itself because it's been built to do just that to adapt to its environment uh, you can see that our modern medicine won't work but 
back in those days, ancient, ancient times, when we think about people coming here, they must have been super, super capable of mixing the DNAs of themselves with the DNAs of humans or whatever they wanted to do. There's absolutely no reason why they couldn't invent a virus that would protect them from whatever was here on Earth that could have made them ill, especially as they were supposed to have lived to be a thousand years old or something. So um, this virus can hibernate. Now, they've also found in the oceans, deep down in the um, uh, volcanic areas of oceans, they found these one-cell living uh, species of creatures, don't know what to call them really, um, that are also so strange and unusual and that they can't uh, be made here of this world. If you go down to these thousands and thousands of fathoms down in one of their machines, you can find little creatures down there who generate electricity and create light in this darkness. Well, where did they come from? And when I saw them on film, I immediately went into meditation later that night to ask Spirit about them. And they told me that this whole world was populated with species from other planets eons of time ago, long before we humans were actually uh, created. And yes, we were created by aliens. And uh, here, just a little bit of speculation. Some of you may have been watching um, Westworld, which uh, is about uh, humans who have made these uh, intellectual, um, anatomical kind of humans, but they're really robots. Uh, but they're able to process their inputs of whatever they've been encoded with and transform that coding into a greater awareness of their own survival and their own existence. And of course, the event goes on further. If you haven't seen it yet, I won't say any more. But you begin to understand that intelligence uh, will in its own way work um, to stimulate a desire for survival. And that's what they're doing throughout this uh, TV show that I'm talking about, Westworld. Uh, they, they want to survive. And this bacteria is no different. It wants to survive, but it's encoding within its DNA uh, and in the um, chains of when you break down it's it's coding in there and you look at the chains you can see the little dna and rna structures you can see that it has the ability to multiply itself uh in any reproductive way that will ensure its survival this is what spirit guides have told me now i haven't seen one under a microscope so i'm not talking like a medical doctor who's researched it i make it very clear that i've channeled all this information now i want to warn you that there will be another breakout as many people have been saying because this virus adapts and so what i've been told by spirit is that the next outbreak will be in terms of the digestive system and the lymphatic system now, the lymphatic system 
is there to produce our antibodies. But if this thing is eating up our antibodies, you can see how dangerous that can be because it means that we won't have any protection against any bugs whatsoever. So if you think about just getting a normal flu bug and then on top of that you pick up this coronavirus, you're going to be in trouble. So I'd like to urge everyone now to begin to understand the importance of preparing your own food. I've been doing that now for two or three months. Uh, you know, with this all being closed down and with restaurants being closed down, it kind of forced us to have to cook from scratch. And while it may be for some of you a, a blooming nuisance, um, but reality is the best thing you can do. You buy your vegetables fresh, wash them well, cook them well. And that's the big point here. You must cook them well because um, the virus can live very nicely, thank you, on just warm watered washed lettuce. So, um, you know, salads, as wonderful as they are, um, you don't know what's on them. Because these little uh, viruses can flow around in the wind and, and land on crops and all sorts of things. So it's not necessarily passed just by humans breathing on one another and coughing on one another. Okay, That was the immediate assumption born out of the fact that it's flu-like when it manifests and uh, you know, so everyone's thinking, oh, it's just flu and treating flu. But it's not. What it's doing is depleting your system that allows you to fight off germs. And with this new one, if it gets into the lymphatic system, you're not going to have any protection against uh, any flora and fauna that shouldn't be in your body as well as your own. And uh, your own could turn on you if the virus can copycat. So let me go into that. Spirit Guides also said to me that if a uh, virus is dying, its nodules can fall off and they can grow into new fully grown viruses. So um, it's capable of birthing its own self. And that again is kind of unique for a virus. Obviously viruses do either split and share going back to the animals that live deep within the ocean that create these static energies that, so you can see them in the dark and light up the area around them. Um, why, how are they doing that? Well, their biogenetical engineering is using uh, a form, so Spirit tells me, of static electrical um, impulses within its body to create the light. And uh, in the same manner, they brought me back to the coronavirus and said that it too can create its own energy force field. Now, if we think of an energy force field, the nearest I can give you so that you can understand is our aura. When our aura is uh, negative because we're unhappy and miserable and our bodies aren't functioning productively, our aura is like a droopy wet rag in that it's not nice and oval, it's all umpy, bumpy and up and down uh, on the outer surfaces. Uh, could ha even have bigger indentations between the soul body, the higher mind body, coming into the towards the physical body, your spirit body. That could have a big indent because it's not of this world and the virus could easily push in through your aura there. 
and then uh, you can get into the etheric body which is the energy of your physical body and from there into the physical body so it has an energy a vibration of long life and if it can't find the food that it wants in a host then it will go to sleep and if it's cold it will go to sleep or if it's really really hot it could uh, hibernate if it can find somewhere where it's protected from hot sunlight um, they have discovered that heat will um, help kill it but they're starting to realize that it's not heat that's killing it it's um, genetic changes within our bodies that the virus is not adapting to so fortunately we younger ones do have um, genetic engineering within us that has given us the ability to deal with mutations if our mind is clear and uh, we're positive in our emanations and our aura is strong then our biogenetically engineered coding is going to be able to take care of us and if we take the colloidal silver as in my article the colloidal silver within two hours will kill every bug throughout your body and that include, includes worms even tapeworms it will kill malaria uh, bites and uh, tetsy fly bites they've proved this in Africa a long time ago so don't turn your nose up at colloidal silver so what to do with it if you are just thinking it's not anywhere in your body and your bowels are good and so on and so forth then just get the spray and spray it up your nostril and across your lips when you go out and about so that if you are inhaling it anywhere it, it's going to be gone before it gets anywhere in your in your nose or your mouth um, wearing a mask is good but if you've uh, laid it down somewhere uh, and you've got a virus on your hand because you can't see it and you're touching the mask you could put the mask you know in get infected so you need to be able to clean it every so often and use a, a bio um, what's the word <laughs> I can't think of the word I'm sorry guys um, but you know a soap that has bacterial killing uh, stuff in it uh, again you can go to the health store and find those you don't want the regular soap over the um, over the counter it's not strong enough okay so having said all that I'd like to leave you with if you'd like to talk to me go to drmargaretrvc at gmail.com about this uh, and I'll be happy to chat with you online um, you can also find uh, my more radio shows here about different things so do explore and see what else you're interested in on journey into an unknown world and most importantly of all watch my videos i've got a video on the coronavirus too on youtube uh user forward slash dr margaret okay so i thank you for listening i hope this has helped you to understand what's going on with the virus and not be upset with everyone that says stay home and take care of yourself because this virus is very active and very adaptable and i'm sure you don't want to be ill so do take the, uh, this information on the coronavirus seriously and do get yourself some colloidal silver. So until next week, take care. Thank you for listening. Bye-bye.